0: All right, today is... December 30th. (laughs) Yes, Wednesday, December 30th. 2020. 2020, It is about The year of our Lord. 9.48 p.m. uh, Pacific Standard Time. We are on the eve of a new year, a new chapter dawning on the horizon. A new chapter in our life this year has finally reached its inevitable and escapable conclusion. And now we stare down the barrel of another long but... Maybe slightly lighter year. Brighter, brighter. It's lighter and brighter year. I mean with the rollout of these vaccines, I think the UK approved another vaccine today that's more rapidly deployable. Uh it doesn't have the same onerous requirements with refrigeration and all that. Okay. Um, so this is longer good, shelf life. Good news, yeah. Long yeah. good news for countries um Like more for developing countries.
1: Yeah, so we can ship it out. It can sit, be used when. Yeah, you don't need to to be in a huge
0: I didn't know that about these the first two vaccines, the Pfizer, the Moderna vaccine. As soon as you start
1: using it, you gotta finish it.
0: Yeah. No, and that you have to carry them around in big, bulky refrigerators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very uh, sensitive to the outside world. So this this third vaccine in the UK is good news. On the other hand, the other not so good news is that the new strain. There's some new virulent strain, very deadly spreading like wildfire. There's yeah. a first confirmed case in Colorado. Yes, I heard about some that. Some 20-year-old yeah. kid in some rural part of, some rural area just outside of Denver. I don't called, know how it happens. You know, the first happen? case first confirmed case in the US. The man has had no history of travel for the past year. That's just insane. And he's in a pretty rural area. So nobody's quite sure how he got it, or how his area could have developed it. Because if he just he didn't just get it out of thin air, you know, right, right. very unlikely. Or maybe, or maybe it's already in, it's already in circulation, so to speak. But people just haven't been tested yeah. for
1: it, or maybe they're just asymptomatic to this new strain yeah. as well. Because they're saying
0: that this new strain is not as dead. I mean, it's it's, it's more equally, deadly. No, no, no. It's equally as deadly, but it spreads faster, which means that it'll be. That it will probably could produce more deaths since, if you just do the math, the more people... Quiet but deadly. <laughs> no, I mean, the more people yeah. get infected, the more you're going to have yeah, 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 yeah. But the death rate is still going to be the same. It's been a trying year for everybody, huh? All these deaths, family See, members. I just heard other things, though. What? I heard it was
1: more deadly, but also the same uh, rate of transmission.
0: Well, you know, in these opening phases, we also don't know anything. These early days, You're right; we don't know anything. It's Luke. It's okay. We'll give up. We don't know anything. The researchers say one thing, and the next day they're singing a different song. Yep, yeah, yeah, Yep. Yep. It was yep. just like, do you remember the opening days of the pandemic? Yeah. There's nothing going on. It's there's nothing going on. We're all good. Well, no, it was the opposite. They were they were they had a. They were they were. Sounding the the death knell of our country. Oh, in the very beginning. Don't be worried, there's
1: nothing going on. And then all of a sudden, it flip the switch. We're all going to die. Shut down
0: everything. Everybody's at home on house arrest. Yeah. uh, It's been a crazy year. Something more for the books. Hopefully next year is going to be a little bit better with the rollout of this vaccine. Two days till. One day till, actually. Some of our friends have already... Uh, already taken the vaccine,
1: some frontline workers. Well, taking the first dosage of the vaccine. We're yeah. going to see how they fare, how
0: their symptoms uh, yeah. develop. We'll see if the conspiracy theorists are true and they develop like Alzheimer's. Or a twitch or whatnot, <laughs> or whatever they claim. <laughs> nervous twitch. But by most accounts, we have nothing to fear but fear itself in this situation. Side effects have been largely isolated to people with severe allergic reactions to other things. Yep. Um, so if you have an allergy, it's not recommended that you take it. Yeah. Did you get your flu shot this year? Oh yeah, I did. Good I did. for you. Yeah. I still caught something when we were when, we, when I was up north. What do you mean you still caught something? When I was at the base, we, all of us, my entire cohort got sync. I Sick. like how you tell me this now. This uh, yeah, of course. Months, there's nothing that can this happen three now. Three months ago, relax. But as
1: soon as you got back, what oh if you God. just brought something
0: back to me? Paranoia is a powerful force in our society. There's days. nothing to fear but fear itself. Amen. Right, Luca? Let us Heed FDR's wise words. <laughs> so, all of us got sick. It might have just been the flu or some cold, but I don't know if it was a cold, but some people got, some people were like, like coughing. Like serious. dry heaving coughing? Yeah, like dry heaving. Ha- ha- like, they had like pain in their chest. I was like, yikes. We all were sick. We all got sick because we're all living in the same like dorm yeah, the, the barracks. Um, we all got sick within the span of two days All of us were sick That's some how people, sickness happens You know, you're people, all in close quarters as well That's right, what we're can you back kissing one another now. You're all responsible for each other's health at that That's point right. That's right So, we're back now um, Yes, so, my friend, uh, my co-host here, Ferris Has produced a list of, oh, let's hit Of different topics that we would like to discuss Now as we arrive at the end of this Oh, jeez of this turbulent
1: and turbulent year. Well, let's get started with uh the first thing I sent in the chat which you didn't look at until I forced you to. <laughs> okay. Uh today came out an article about Samuel Little and his uh he is the most dangerous serial killer most the US prolific, has ever seen. Most prolific serial killer. Most dangerous. Oh, most prolific, correct. Yeah. Serial killer ever mm-hmm. ever I guess confirmed now, confirmed amount of cases or yeah. kills. Yeah. Uh confirmed 93 Kills he claims sixty confirmed and they don't doubt the other thirty three. So he can That's explain wild, yeah. each one of them. He can draw his victims. Uh, it's really scary, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, just now hearing about this and his many descriptions on the cases yeah. in in the article. There's a video, and he talks about six specific cases.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and to think it all started in uh, elementary school, he claims, yeah. where uh, his his teacher would. You know like scratch her neck or touch her neck when teaching okay and he developed this fetish for uh necks oh, and he found it that he would want to strangle females specifically wow that's a pretty big leap from scratching. yeah neck. I, I don't know that's the how it was connected in the article that's interesting uh abc7 news <laughs> that, that's where uh, shout out i'm quoting from them thank <laughs> okay, you okay. thank you uh any thoughts, Luke? Anything you want to add from briefly skimming the article that, as well?
0: That article was, that hit me. It hit me because he said that he chose, he selected his victims based on the probability of them being discovered by yep. the authorities. He yep. specifically targeted prostitutes, drug addicts, homeless people because he knew that they would most likely not have family members or close loved ones who would pursue. Uh, their disappearance, or who would try to, who would pressure the authorities? So he basically picked out, picked off people who were at the lowest rung of our society—people who were ignored, abandoned, neglected—and basically just, yeah, and killed them all off. Man, it's it's tragic. You know, sixty people. what well, I mean, just the confirmed cases alone makes rank like it elevates to the top them the, of the list. At the, at the most uh, prolific, there. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and then thing. even w- and then with the unconfirmed as well, the other thirty, yeah, geez, ninety people, man. Ninety three. Oh, a good show. Oh, the good show. There's a good show on Netflix called Mindhunter. Hunter. There's two Mind seasons. Hunter. Yeah, it's about the the genesis of the FBI's Behavioral Science Unit. Mm-hmm. They started in the 70s. It was based off the book of the man who actually helped start it, um, and they they show these agents in the early days interviewing how like how they were interviewing serial killers and how they developed this science behind tracking and categorizing serial killers. They developed the term serial killer Mm. Uh, before them nobody really had a way of expressing these, these convicts or these, these criminals. They just thought, you know, they just called them like multiple, multiple murders. Uh, there wasn't really a terminology or science behind it. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, right? That there, the FBI estimates there's about thirty serial killers active in the U.S. at any given time. That's and most of them never get so caught. So scary because like the, they have to be
1: really meticulous, right? It's it's such a science, such a science to study it, to be yeah. in the midst to yeah. try to understand. It took them years to break him and get him to, uh, you know, confide in them. And you know, present them this information. I mean, he was being held, and he said the only reason I'm doing this is to clear anyone who's been doing time
0: yeah. in
1: my in my regard. You know, just to clear someone else out of out of jail, essentially, yeah. who was doing time for his yeah. wrongdoings. That's and wild. to think the way he was speaking in this quick video that I saw, uh, it's it didn't look like there was any remorse. Um, they they painted him out to be very um, just casual about it. You know. If you watch the video at all, he's... At some points, he's uh, almost chuckling. And it's just, you know... How do we... How does he justify it to himself?
0: Well, I think that's... You know, is it just
1: a yeah. fetish to him? Is it just... You know, it's how I was built. He mentioned something about this is just how I am. It's a curse. Um, but is that enough? Just to, just to put that out there? For the 93 people who were taken from us. And then these victims having any families or whatnot. You think that's enough closure for them. You know, it was just a fetish for him or it was just a curse that
0: was built. You know. You know it's definitely one it's one of the questions that this show explores. Like this yeah. this this show Mindhunter explores because mm-hmm. they're trying to investigate the the rationale and the motivation of these mer- serial mm-hmm. killers in performing their 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 egregious acts of violence against their fellow man. And one theme that emerges is the, is the, is the uncontainable nature of their, their impulses for the, of these serial killers. That they simply cannot restrain themselves, like, mm-hmm. they're drawn to it. And it is a definite, there's definite, there's a, a mental aspect to it. There's a, there's some sort of, you know, they're not all, they're not all, they're, some of their screws are a little loose, you know. It's, okay. I mean, a normal person, like a mentally healthy person, it would be difficult to push, a, 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 like, a, like, an average mentally healthy individual to those extremes of behavior. Remorse. It's interesting because I was reading a book this morning by mm-hmm. Yohan Grillo. Dude, I'll send you this book. It's this really, okay. really interesting. About the drug wars down south. Okay. And he's, he opens up his book. It's called El Narco. Uh, he opens up the first, the first chapter dis- details an interview he had with this, uh, assassin for some cartel in Ciudad Juarez and he interviews him. And this guy spent 20 years butchering and extorting and kidnapping and torturing people. Mm-hmm. And now he's in a prison, um, and he's he's in this he's in a block of the prison that's reserved for like born again christians and mm-hmm. he he says that he looks back at that time he was recruited into this at a young age at mm-hmm. like 15 yeah he looks back at this at all the pain and violence he's caused and he looks at it with remorse he realized that he made he caused so much pain and now he recognizes that, that it's not good now the question with serial killers that Many of them don't feel that remorse, and it begs the question can they feel remorse? You know, yeah. like are they yeah, psychologically capable of feeling remorse? Because, psych, I mean, the literature, the current scientific literature, says that one percent of all everybody is born a psychopath, four percent become sociopaths over the course of their lifetime. So that's five percent of the population. Most of those people are able to channel. Those antisocial tendencies into something productive, like business, business has a notoriously high percentage of people who are sociopaths and, and psychopaths, but they don't they're not going around they're killing people they're just channeling all of their energy into accomplishing this goal, this business goal as ruthlessly and as effectively as possible yeah, and it serves to the benefit of society, yeah. you know. They're not harming anyone. Yeah. But they're also psychopaths who are born in like that's where it's channeled correctly or when it's channeled yeah. incorrectly. Right, right. right. You know? and then you get people like this guy, you know. So it's it's hard it's hard to say, bro. Who knows? But what else do we have today? Well, I wanted to
1: hit one more point on that. What? Okay, so one other thing to mention is how do we not notice any abnormal behavior like so? Because there was many situations because this was over a span of 20 or something years how do you not notice I guess when he, he was explaining that he would drive I don't know from you know like uh miles across Florida or go out to the club and then find someone here or there throw a body off here or there and whatnot um where do you get this whole uh I guess this this plan this mission from and how do you carry out with all this because he mentions, Oh, I was driving this classy Cadillac. You know, women were like, Oh my God, what a nice car. Like, sir, you know, you must be doing well for yourself. I want to understand how you live that normal life or that, I guess, bougie lifestyle. And, um, you know, how do you get by and then still do all of these illegal acts and still make it through in this daily life? That's what I think is the real science behind it, because they can integrate when they want to and then disinvolve yeah. when they feel like yeah. it. And that's almost like a, a superpower for them in this a super evil power. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Sorry about that. Super evil power is just it's insane to me that they can, yeah. you know, work both ends completely fine. You
0: know, you really need to watch the show. I do. They answer a lot of these. I mean, questions. I asked
1: you for a documentary, and you gave me a name that didn't exist. So thank you. <laughs> it was on HBO. Alrighty
0: then. Um, this is. I don't this, know. This, you really, you know, it's, it's an important point because how like, do you, how do you, how do you, I I have many,
1: afford I, to buy this car? How do you afford to drive around, go to the club every night? You know, he was how, killing, do you, how do you afford that? Because the them?
0: people who he was killing, nobody cared about him. I have I actually haven't even heard of this guy before you you texted him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everybody, I mean, he knows, showed up on the news. Everybody knows the high profile killers like Charles Manson, right? Why is Charles or Ted Manson, Bundy? Yeah, why is Charles Manson and Ted Bundy notorious? Because they were killing white, wealthy or middle class people. Charles Manson is notorious because he killed a friggin' actress, like mm-hmm. and Tate, you know. Um, this guy was killing. This guy was killing people nobody really cared about. You know, that's the, that's the, I think the real tragedy of the story is that he was killing people nobody cared about and nobody noticed or people were, people were not, there wasn't this enormous media outrage about, oh, why are all these poor people like disappearing and dying? And even the Atlanta child murders back in the eighties, like those are poor black kids getting killed, but their cases got nationwide coverage because the mothers of those missing and later deceased children. We're we're, a cr- we're like asking the the government to do something, you know. Yeah, it stems from so much
1: deeper. It it really stems from so much deeper into our system. Yeah, that's
0: the worst part. Yeah, man, the system of poverty and and how you really get, if you if you're poor in this country, you really get left behind. I mean, it's true in every country. That's the tragedy, you know. That's that in every country, that's you can you can't escape that. Yeah. The only the only human attempts to ever get rid of poverty have ended in disaster. I mean you and I both both well know that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, man. It's tough. It's tough.
1: Would you like to transition to some remote labor now? Oh geez, remote labor. Remote labor. What about that? What about it? Well, did it exist before now? Not really. Well. Now you have to transition to remote labor or remote work. Yeah. Is your job remote? Yeah. Do you have an at-home office now, Luke? Oh, bro. Well, all my work is currently remote, bro. <laughs> all my unemployment is, com- is completely remote. All my, all my unemployment know? checks are remote, are virtual, paper-free. Paperless. <laughs> Paperless. Right? There we go. Just like my statements. That's right. Uh, how um, about that? Well, what jobs do you think can't transition to remote
0: work? A lot of jobs can't right? transition. Like anything in the, in the in manufacturing or tourism or or geez, I think most of everything. Tourism. I mean, let's list off, instead of saying which ones can't, let's say which ones actually can. Te- we know teaching, that well, doesn't work. That's well, not going to work long term. Like they're going to have to reopen the schools. Um, yeah, even, with with their
1: attendance. Yeah. Even, kids running around freely. Right, even
0: businesses. I mean, businesses can kind of can kind of transition, but they're having difficulty there too. I mean, what which which job fields can you actually transition to remote work long term? Like, sometimes I almost feel like uh
1: you don't need to be in the office every day to get all your work done, but definitely some days right? Ne- like that, a hybrid work style that's the, or work environment right. would be very beneficial. I feel like because why waste the time commuting i guess every day through LA traffic if you only need to be in the office
0: one out of the 5 days, right? Yeah, yeah. But you can't do it all like those warehouses are going to still have to keep running. Yep, yep, you know? yep. Definitely. I mean all those uh, engineers you, on the
1: you, on the warehouse floor and then that right. Yeah, there's a there's a few positions that still claim engineering, you know, it's uh it's hybrid or it's yeah. in person. More right. so than they are remote unless you're doing uh computer science. style engineering or uh, drafting or all computer aided engineering. Yeah. Um, Those kind of things are are mainly remote, you know? Yeah. yeah. And until now, people were still visiting the office every day when most of the work could have been done at home and then taking that one day of the week to go present it, do team meetings or whatnot. Right. right. You know, but team meetings, again, like you don't need to be at work in the office at 7 a.m. You know, on a Monday morning, you know, you, you don't need to be there that early. You could do it online virtually yeah. and then go to the office later. Yeah. You know, so there is – we're learning more and more, you know.
0: Yeah. And I feel like it's
1: really good because then it emphasizes, you know, we didn't really need to be in the office like a 100% of, of the time. Some of, of us. Of course, of course, some, some of us. us. But a 100% of the time, we right. didn't need to be in the office. For some people, that right?
0: office is – a warehouse or a, or a business Their office front. is storefront. their second home.
1: Or a small business. You know, small businesses yep. can't all go virtual. Yep, they can't. Most they of can't. Them can't. Definitely yeah. not. But some things definitely we've
0: we've realized that oh, they could go remotely. Food. How can we forget? Exactly. The restaurants. The can't do it. elephant in the room. Yeah. Can't do it. There's no way. I mean, you have actually... Well, you have these shadow kitchens, right? Isn't that what they're, they're called? Shadow kitchens. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Shadow kitchens are these these new kitchens that... That make food. There's like multiple chefs in these kitchens, and they they've emerged. Well, no, they they've they've existed a little bit before the pandemic, but during the pandemic, they really took off. There are these these kitchens that produce food or that make food for multiple different restaurants that all use like Grubhub or like one of these, um, this these app based uh, these delivery based apps. So you have a single kitchen. I th- I thought we were, I thought we, we talked about this when we were, when we were at Sean's place. There's like a single kitchen that produces food for like seven different restaurants. Really? Yeah. Actually, I feel like we did discuss this because they're just they're
1: networking all the they're, the Grubhub, Uber Eats, yeah. DoorDash orders, they're, and they're all coming to the same right restaurant, because and then they're just diverting it yeah, yeah. into in and yeah, you have so like have and so
0: like each restaurant or each establishment they they rent like a specific section of the kitchen, like it's yeah, like yeah, 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 it's yeah. one huge kitchen, but there's multiple chefs from different yeah, restaurants. Yeah, yep. And they're cutting out so many, oh, so many overhead costs. Yeah, they are. They yeah, are. It's actually yeah. a especially really right smart now idea. with the whole dining, yeah. Yeah. no yeah. dining or anything Right. Of that. Right. Yeah, and it's likely going to be the case for a little bit while. You know? For a little while, so, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. What do you think about restaurants? Do you think they're going to resurface after a few years? Because this is going to be the mode, like dine or like takeout or delivery. It's going to be. Honestly, the, what I've been hearing from Mark about the food truck, the food truck looks
1: so foolproof right now. It's yeah. it's really insane. You know, you don't have that rent cost. You have that truck it's cost true, instead, true. but yeah. you have this moving <sighs> restaurant, literally yeah. a restaurant on wheels. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have everything you need. The overhead is small. You have, uh, you know, a few employees, right. few well-oiled employees. Oh, that's right. And, um, well you, know, you go to the well business, masked. you really go to the business. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just feel like it's, it's, it's a really good rate. It's a great way of cutting the costs.
0: It's a brilliant idea. Yeah.
1: Food trucks, man. Having multiple of those. Did you watch The Movie
0: Chef on Netflix? I did not. Good movie, bro. You watch a lot of movies. It's a really uplifting, wholesome movie. You watch a lot of movies, you know? Do you have Disney Plus? Yeah. You need to watch Soul. Not mine. I use someone else's, of course. You need to watch Soul, brother. Good, best movie of the year so far. All right, let's transition
1: to getting ghosted by companies,
0: Luke. Oh my God. What about
1: that? Getting blue balled by the companies you apply to, Luke. Well, making it through three rounds of interviews. (laughs) No response. That's right. It's, Sorry, it's we like, forgot you even saw us. We, we like, forgot you talked to us for three hours already. We just don't even. We're not even acquaintances anymore, Luke. It's kind of like Imagine courting that. a woman. All right. Imagine that. No Luke. guarantees. Okay. I don't know about you, but I don't ghost anyone. <laughs> Is that so? I don't ghost a single person. All right. I don't think know. about that.
0: Yeah. What do you think? How does that make you feel? I think that on average there are two hundred. I think in fifty two. 252 resumes submitted for every job opening in the United States on average. So I'm not surprised that, you know, they might have multiple people that they're interviewing.
1: That's that's not the issue that I see here. It's more of like, you know, they cut you down from the 250. Let's just round down to 250. uh, 250 applicants, they pick maybe, what, 10 to 20 people to interview for the first round. For the first round interview. And then you make it to the second round where right. you've already chopped another 50%, right? And then a third round where you chopped another 50%, if not more. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Right? And then how do you still end up getting blue-balled or ghosted? How does that still happen? You know, No response. That's what I mean by ghosted. No response after like a three-round three
0: set of interviews. Well, I guess it's not, different, not that different from getting ghosted or not getting a response at all from the first round. You know, or after you submit an application, the first
1: round, uh, yeah, the companies is still disrespectful, com- still the, <laughs> a little, uh, The companies
0: are even saying these days, like every, every job after you submit, the response is always, uh, if you're, uh, if your qualifications align with our requirements, we will email you. And that's only if, yeah, yeah. But if you've already made it through <laughs> interview, real- interview, interview, you know, you've been is- talking to
1: them. You already have an email thread open, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a response would be nice at that point because you usually mention after an interview, you know? Uh, we'll let you know this that or whatnot, you know, we'll let you know. Hey, That's if totally you're good. going to the next round Hey, if you know, we're moving with other candidates other applicants are better whatever You think that once they've already cut it down to ten people they can respond, right? You know? I just extend that logic from that first phase into the uh, uh, through, to the first yeah. three. Okay, so how do you extend it with the second and third phase of the interviews? How? How do you how do you justify it's just that? The same logic applies, bro.
0: Really? It's the same beast. It's right? that way. You're expecting the beast to behave differently than it already does. How does it make you feel, Luke? Uh, You're makes, fine with it. It makes me feel like I need to keep looking for jobs. That's what it makes me feel like.
1: It makes me remember, hey, this is why I applied it, to it, 18 it, other it, things, it right?
0: Makes me feel grateful that I have unemployment. That's what, that's, <laughs> Amen that's, to California. Yeah, right? Hallelujah. Thank God. There it is. Beautiful uh, country. I love it.
1: That that's quite quite the situation for me. After making it through three, I don't know. That's
0: I know. Well,
1: what consider yourself
0: lucky. I'm not even getting past the first round here.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make you feel any better if you don't get a response oh, <laughs> after spending three hours already talking to them, Luke, and multiple emails. I know, I know it's multiple emails. It's they have your email. They have your Zoom that, address.
0: Uh, they have everything. Just the they company. might as well it's have just, my SSN already. It's just, the, it's just the company saying it's They, they you, might as well me. have right. my bank account
1: and rob me at that point. You know, they might as well. It's not you.
0: It's me. All right. It's one there of it situations. is. Okay. All right. All right. Don't feel too bad about it. It's All just right. a little incompatibility. A little, is it uh, now? Okay. A little... It's like oil and water. You're not mixing. <laughs> they don't mix. Uh-huh. Uh. Oh, dear. <laughs> the job situation is precarious. Yeah. At this moment in time in this beloved country of ours. Oh, in other news, abortion was legalized in Argentina today. Big news. First Latin American country to legalize abortion. As you know, Latin America wow. is predominantly Catholic. The Catholic Church Correct. has a powerful sway over their society, over their politics. So this is a, genuinely a shocking news that they, they were able to pass it. And they passed it by, like, a margin of, like, three votes or something crazy like that wow. in the Senate. Yeah, very tight. When I was there last year, um, I was there the month before the presidential elections. I remember they had, they would always have marches, like, almost every day for women's ri- for abortion rights. Yeah. And they finally got it through. They even, I still have a little bandana that they gave out. Uh, to people. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, I know dude. Wow. it's crazy. But good news, good a good job to all the women out there in Argentina who probably will not hear this message, but you know, it's good, you know. Society changes at a snail's pace. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't really read about this. I don't no, know crazy. how to comment on it, it's... but um
0: I mean, there were so many other tragedies going on this year, so I'm not surprised. 2020 is just jam-packed. It's, 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 there's a lot well, on Well, speaking docket. of
1: 2020 and it coming to a close, we have the New Year's celebration or what would have been a New Year's celebration coming up. Uh, how do you think is the right way to go about celebrating oh with God. this whole pandemic, stay-at-home, uh, Newsom's orders, um, everything else, you know, with Jeez. our lockdown being extended? What, what do you plan on doing, you know?
0: Okay, well, gonna be hanging out with you. Well, family and then you of course. But That's only, about it, you right? only because I know that you're not going around uh you know as an EMT uh trying to pick up the COVID. Well it's a it's really difficult Don't worry, I've been staying you, home. You, you have you know? loved ones that you don't want to to infect, you know, and so we're doing our best to to be as safe and as healthy as possible. Definitely it's gonna be strange having the ball drop in New York City in Times Square. And having it empty for the first time in forever. Yeah. Like the frozen song goes. Yeah. You know? For the first time in forever. Feels like like this year
1: has flown by because. Really? Last I checked, I was. Jeez, uh, dude. I felt like this year had taken an eternity, bro. Really? I felt like March was just like. Well ago. I guess six
0: jobs will do that to
1: you. Oh, when you're <laughs> when you're out working. You know, work, work, work that loop.
0: Working there. <laughs> working
1: the applications as you do. I've submitted You've been working more on applications
0: than at any job. I've actually had. I've, I've counted it up. Rough estimate 11, 1,200 applications submitted really? in the last six months. In the last six that many. Really? And, on the, on and the nothing has side, sparked your interest. That's a conservative estimate. Wow. What do you mean? I have plenty of interest. I'm just applying to all of them, you know? No, I know, but
1: nothing has tickled your fancy, you know, that you'd want to stick has, with it or... Nothing has tickled my inbox and responded to me. That's, oh,
0: that's the problem. Right. I know you get well, responses on the get, daily. You get like a few... It's always like... It's, it's, like, finding a, it's like finding the right partner, you know? You, you know... Sometimes you get an offer or they want to interview, but, you know, either the salary isn't right or, you know, there's a something few, just not clicking. The, the communication is not there. The location isn't
1: it's there. the communication, isn't it? The whole blue That's, balling you after a single interview, right? There, well, there it is. It's, not like, it's, not, it it's is. like
0: one of those, it's not you, it's me sort of situation. Sure, sure, you know? sure, it's, sure. It's a really complex and intimate process you
1: know okay sure yeah. sure looking for a job is intimate got it yeah
0: it's like definitely it's like, it's like finding the right spots. definitely
1: going through linkedin stalking profiles for the sake of getting That's, a job is that, intimate. What,
0: that what we do when we're trying to you know find potential candidates for our love lives sure sure, sure. we're looking at their facebook's sure ascertaining their suitability as candidates <laughs> right. as candidates for other reasons well, seeing whether we are philosophically compatible there you go ideologically spiritually mentally physically all the good stuff. Definitely. All right. Jobs. Jobs. Uh, you know, the good thing about it in America, if you, if you train yourself, I mean, the resources are available. You know, yeah. They're not available to the same extent to everybody, but they're there, you know, as opposed to most of the world. We have resources available to uplift ourselves. It's more difficult than, for many than it is for others. I mm-hmm. Concede that but we can still pull ourselves out, you know? Yeah. Um, This year is finally coming to a close. We're going to make it. Yeah, we're We're going to make it. it. Yeah, life. Robert Frost, on his 70th birthday, I think, he was asked by a journalist what about, he was asked by a journalist uh, about the most important lesson he had learned in his 70 years of life. As a philosopher, as a thinker, as a writer. And you know what Robert Frost said? He said, I can sum up everything I've learned about life in three words. It goes on. Wow. And it's true, you know? When you die, Mm -hmm. life just goes on without you. It's like the movie keeps on, you know, keeps on rolling, you know? Yep. It's like an unstoppable ship going through the ocean.
1: Yep, there's no pause, right? There's no
0: pause. There's a a certain level of comfort Mm -hmm. in that because you, you kind of, well, at least for me, it releases me from the obligation of trying to, you know, think like globally, like I need to impact the whole world or like Mm -hmm. you need to make your mark. Because in the end, everybody ultimately forgets, you know? And what's important is like what you did with the little time you did, you were here. The people in your life, you know, delivering Uber Eats deliveries, don't remind me. The people in your family, the people in your so- social circles. Yep. How you spent that time. Did you spend it well? Were you happy? Bam. That's it. That is it. That is it. That's Dang. a good life. That's that's what it is. And then when you're done, you're done. Like we don't even think about the people. I mean I, I mean, all of my grandparents have died. You know, I think about them every once in a while, but they're gone. Their their worries are over. Ours continue. And so it will be when we also shuffle off this mortal coil, our our journeys will end, but everybody else's will continue. Well, there's a famous clinical yep. psychologist who said that the most painful part of loss, of losing somebody, is not the loss itself so much as it is the fact that nobody else seems to care, that life seems to, life is still going the way, yep. some way it
1: did. Yeah, that, that is definitely one of the worst things. Yeah. Yeah, remembering that it's insignificant
0: in the in the yeah, greater... That nobody cares. ...greater view. Or that there are people who care, but it's... The painful thing is is that the, is that the world doesn't stop when, like, your loved one passes away or the, when you yeah. pass away. Everything's still going. Everything's still going. It's like an enormous, you know, cruiser in the ocean just traveling at this terrific speed. And it's... Unyielding yep. Keeps rolling you Yeah know? But Enough about death yeah. We the have end, to end on a high note The right? end of the year Is also Is not just the Not the end of this journey It's also um, Signifies the beginning Of the next chapter yep. Right And the new fiscal year <laughs> Can't forget that one. Tax season's
1: upon us Get your last few Bad investments in Oh right <laughs> <You know? laughs> What investments Get them in right now, so you can get that tax write-off for the year of twenty twenty. I think
0: they'll accept food stamps as, uh, as currency on the might. New York stock exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, you know. <gasps> Will the uh, the Fed chair accept my uh, food stamps? You've got to um, get your last minute investments in seriously if you want to get any tax write-off. Oh
1: boy! For this fiscal year. Oh
0: dear. Just letting you know. Well, I haven't been investing in much except my education, um, taking advantage of Amazon's uh, free samples. I've sampled, yeah, I think, close to fifteen books. In the, fifteen books. In oh, the last, got you, got you, got you. Last week.
1: Very good,
0: very good. Dude, it's such an amazing tool. Uh, you, know, you hate Amazon. What, what? I, now? You're like, it's an amazing like, tool. This is like one of the few things that I like okay. about Amazon. All right. And this is how they started out as a bookstore.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Most that wild thing. Well, it wasn't that long ago either that they were just a bookstore. They just blew up. They kicked it, Barnes and Nobles out of off and the office. Now they run the a monopoly, scene. and now they're. And it's funny. Now that, they run
1: a worldwide monopoly, not just Barnes and Nobles, not a book monopoly, a right, worldwide right, monopoly.
0: Right, well, yeah, it's you they're know taking, they're gobbling up the world, and they're right. gonna gobble me up as soon as I get a job from them. Right? Like, That's right. Six figures, right? If they're games.
1: listening, please hire me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was not a pay promotion. Uh so you can sample the first chapter of like ev- any book pretty
1: much. Oh, I've tried that actually. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So useful cuz it's like it's like going to a bookstore. It's not it's like going to a bookstore and reading through the first chapter. That's what I always, always doing. Yeah, like what you go to Barnes. Yeah, but some yeah. people just read the entire book there too. And this you can like I just download it onto my
1: Kindle. Uh. This has, is more relatable to a situation like test driving a car. That's
0: right. Not test really, not
1: really the Barnes and Noble situation right, because people right. will go to Barnes and Noble, spend a few hours, and read the whole book. Did you ever have a Kindle? No. I have the second generation Kindle. The, one, the black and white one or the color one? No, no, it was the black and white. That one had amazing battery life. The one that has it a, looks so much nicer because it was so crisp. I have no idea. I just remember. I used one before. Wait, there's the first generation, which the is the one where you click and it's a it's a black ink display or like it's an ink display. It's like an
0: Etch a Sketch, you
1: know. Yes, and like even if you turn it off, it yeah. still stays on because um, the only way it would oh, change not, pages yeah. it would be because it, it only changes consumes the, battery the when it changes the exactly. Ink. Yeah. exactly. So when you're reading,
0: it, it doesn't sound exactly like one
1: battery. staying on the same page.
0: Being a slow a reader is completely technology. fine. Yeah. yeah, I have the second I like generation. I, I got it in seventh grade. Reliable. Reliable. 2009. That was
1: nine years ago. Isn't that insane? Yeah. And it's but you don't have that one with the ink.
0: You no, the yeah, no without ink. That's,
1: That's the one the second you second generation. That's the one you have. It still works. Very nice. Reliable.
0: What it was actually Reliable. an experimental uh, uh, Kindle because it was the second generation, they had speakers at the back. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't have those. Why would need this. Is that an audio? Yeah, you can purpose? you can download music onto it. They also had a, oh, web, for they had a web browser. Which didn't work too well, so that's why oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, threw yeah. it out on the That's that why back it was generation. a demo unit, you know. That's yeah. why it was a test. That's right. It, was a, it, was a, it needed it was to be a an iPad, but they actually thought people were gonna just use it for the for the yeah. book aspect. I still actually use the music function. I download like classical music onto there and I listen to it. It's funny. So you just use it as a speaker or you use it as a book. Oh you can also there's an audio jack too, so you can also listen to it on your headphones. So while you're reading. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. That's yeah. very stimulating to, to read yeah. while listening to like uh, And it, it's you know, the one with the keyboard
0: in the bottom too, like the physical keyboard. Wow. Yeah, Send a picture on your home. Yeah, no, it's, dude, I can just show you right now. It's, it's an incredible device, and it still works. That's the beautiful thing about it. Um, and, dude, I've I've downloaded like 20 books this week. Uh, Kindle version 2. By the way, we're not promoting this product by any means. First of all, you can't even buy it anymore. You also hate Amazon, Luke, so let's um, not forget. Just... <laughs> you don't believe in their
1: monopoly. Yep, I've seen that. Yep, yep, no, yep. No, no, no.
0: That's, that's the first generation. Oh. This... My friend is. The same. It
1: looks like a Texas Instruments, you know, like a, like a TI Inspire That's with
0: right. a larger screen. Hold up, let's see Kindle this. Oh, that was the third generation. Wow, there's still oh, I price that not was... a lot. Wait, Hold up. this was the second generation. Wait, what was the first generation then? Hmm. Version one. What did the first one look like? Oh yeah, this. Oh, oh that that is my gosh, huge. Look, and it it actually was like shaped like, like a frig like a or, or like a rhombus or oh no not a rhombus like a like a trapezoid or something. It was like oh with the round was, edges. This was slanted. This thing is also slanted. So it was kind of like a like a like a rectangle. It was like this shape. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it was, not round. It's a out? weird weird shape. Geomet- it's not ge- symmetrically rounded. Yeah, no, no, no. Saying. It's weird. It's, it's wow. a weird geometric shape. Oh, look at this. Oh my, jeez, look at that. So that's so that's version one, my bad. Gotcha. Okay. Mine was version three. Oh wow. This, this was this flex. was version two. This was Ooh. this is more like what mine looked like. And then and then bam, this is version three. Is that the one you have? That's the one I have. Very Still nice. Have. Very yeah. nice. It's nice um this is that's that just like one of the newer ones oh okay um generations uh... but now they have a kindle app so you don't even need you don't even need an actual oh kindle my app. goodness there's so many models yeah look at this so that's the first one the second one third one's mine and all these and then yeah
1: they They're came, all the same same at that came point. Out, That's what the LED screens, I think. These ones, every generation, no, after not that mind. one. Not that one. This one, that looks like a black and white display, like the ink screen. Oh, display, right, right, right. This was still And then ink. that looks like it went LED. Yeah. That one almost looks like a paper display. They ultimately just became iPads. What is it called? It's called an ink paper display or something, something paper, paper display. Paper white. That's what it's called. Paper white. Paper white generations? Yeah. With the ink within the screen. Yeah. That's the paper oh, white. Here,
0: here, Yeah. Paper white. Yeah. Kindle keyboard, Nook. Oh, they had the Nook. Remember that? Oh my, not the Nook.
1: I remember that so well. They were advertising so much. What for company the Nook. was making that? I don't remember. I have no idea. It was like it was they're, trying to, they're trying to try to compete vividly. with.
0: Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that. All right. No idea.
1: So it is approaching 10:30 p.m., December 30th, 2020. I think we can. Uh, we call have 20.
0: 24 25 hours until the year until ends. the new year yeah well so didn't our... we want to discuss something else what was that last no i think we covered everything for today covered all our bases
1: we did yeah. we'll we'll get back to our audience uh next Happy year. new year to everyone yeah. yep we will get back to you all yeah in the new year yeah. 2021 yeah
0: everybody stay safe stay warm stay healthy out there um and again, Happy New Year. Yeah. God bless America and really God bless the rest of the world. You know, everybody, you're all in our prayers, our audience, our faithful listeners, of whom there are legions, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see you guys all next year. Right? See you then. All right.